Hey, everybody. Welcome in. It's the Spartaneer podcast. We started this thing. I've not wanted to do this. Do you want to do this today? You want to, you know what we're going to talk about, I think. No, I, I don't. Unless You don't? Yes, you do. What happened on Thursday night in Columbus, Ohio? Oh, oh see, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot that's happened, actually, since we've recorded. I didn't know if you meant the Masters. I didn't know if you were disgruntled well, about the ending of that. I didn't know if no, you were I mean, I was actually, about... you know, I was very happy with the Masters. I mean, it only could have gotten a little bit better if Phil won. But I, nah. you know, we wanted to talk about a lot of things. But, I mean, there's a reason I didn't even ask you to record till today. I've not been as mad as I am right now in a long time. I'm Tanner Lambert. That's Ethan <clears> Hunter. <throat> Coming to you from Morgantown and East Lansing. Um, usually, I don't know. We usually record on Thursdays. It's Sunday once again. But that's Wanted... okay. We've just yeah. We, you needed a cool down. You no. Needed a cool down. Hey. Oh my dude, you have no idea. Uh, and I wanted we're to do for some things to shake out. We want to talk about a few yeah. things also yeah. in our own personal lives. But yeah, I, you no, I, have. I wanted I want to talk about to the Masters, but I. I mean. All right, great. John Rom won. It was a great Sunday at Augusta. That was really fun. There's a reason I didn't even ask you to record on Friday. I still wasn't ready on Saturday. All right, I'm sitting here this morning, and I made the dumb mistake. I'm driving in to go to the grocery today. I started listening to a podcast about the Blue Jackets, and I just got pissed off even more so all over again because, you know, all I've done is read about this and whatever, and uh, I know that you love this team too, but I am just enraged. I no, they had it on their platter in front of them to get the best odds for the number one pick, and they blow it. They hadn't beat Pittsburgh the last eight times they played the Pens. If you could last just eight. just if you could just afford me one moment here, yeah, go go right ahead. One, one on, talk about one, whatever you want. I I don't one, even want to talk. No, 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 no. Yes, you do. One interrupted moment before I let you go off here. I feel now you see you are much more tied to this team than I am just I don't know based on caring about the NHL which I have gotten into more yeah recently. I think you and have. I've gotten up to the same level as you now but you just have historically known a lot more I wasn't into hockey until high school about so you've been tied to the sport much longer than I have um and I could not believe the stat that I sent you that uh the Blue Jackets have had the most amount of losses since they were created, you know, 22 years ago, 23 years ago. Uh, they have had seven top five picks, but only they've had, they've never won the lottery ever in the mm-hmm. 23 years. They've mm-hmm. traded up to get Rick Nash for the right. their one and only first pick. Yep. Still their only number that is retired and really the only player that deserves to be retired that has played for them so far. If you ask me, uh, uh, I, Okay. But that's goalie, not what we have go, to talk no, about. Goalie Bob will get hung up. Goalie Bob should get hung up. Mm. Although you could argue Jonathan Quick was the best goaltender in history. Uh, he got he got paid. But goalie Bob won two best news. But all right. Well, sure. Then a second round or a second pick for Ryan Murray and a third pick. Oh for my God. So but that's just not even what's important. That's not even what's important <laughs> yeah. right now. Tanner believes that this team is cursed. Um, How can you and, not? You just said the Ryan Murray pick. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, now I'll let you go. Now I'll let you oh go. I just my wanted God. to say something. 
Uh, I got about 15 texts on Thursday night. I, I mean, I just felt so defeated. Like, there are true Blue Jacket fans that are constantly on social media. I'm not one of them. I do have a different account that I used to sometimes tweet about them. Not been nearly as active, but I didn't. I didn't even know that. But I mean, this is the most unsuccessful franchise in pro sports since 2000, as far as the Big Four go in all of North America. That's the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, and the MLB. They have one playoff series victory in 22 years. They have, I think, nine playoff games won in their franchise history. The players who, the, the Rick Nash, whose number is hanging up at Nationwide, never won a playoff game. Okay. They yeah. have not ever had the number one pick. They were able to trade up for Nash. They don't know how to draft. They continue to fail at that. You have it on the platter in front of you. And it's, I get it. It's not guaranteed, but it's a 12% difference of picking number one versus at the number 32 spot versus the 12.5% you're getting at the 31 spot. But the bigger issue is not even the fact that, okay, they're probably not going to get Bedard. They're not guaranteed a top three pick now. Right. That's the other problem. And you got two other guys, maybe three other guys that could be number one players on your team. There's three really good centers in this draft, Ethan. But, I mean, you get the big fish last year, John Hockey, right? You get John Gaudreau. You lose 550-some-odd man games this year to injury. There was no better time for you to tank and do whatever to get that number one lottery odds for you. I'm dreading May 8th. I, I – I don't think I'm going to be able to watch it. I'm going to puke. I, I am so, so, so upset. Um, well, I am equally going to puke if we have to draft Michigan star yeah. Adam Fantilli. Yeah. That's not what I want at all. Um, yeah. I and mean, then after that, I mean, and he's definitely the best, second best player in my mind. Right. Any other year, he's the number one pick. So and, that makes you feel better, but they're not going to get the number two. I think yeah, they're going to pick four. I I mean I don't disagree with you there. There's been no success, and it's all it's not like they can even do anything. It's all completely up to luck. But we have been the least lucky out of anyone. Now I did bring up your point of the least successful franchise, and we got a couple callers into the show that uh, argued for the Lions having not won a playoff game since 1991. So I think that that's a real. I other than that, I can't think of another team that is. As yeah, but the Lions, the Lions have more wins. Like their winning percentage is still higher in the regular season. Well, that's and a they've big had the number one pick. when they played. I think they. I guess it's hard pick. to. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, yeah, no. Comparing eighty-two games versus sixteen for the most part. Yeah, the Lions right. had a winless season too, but they were able to draft Matt Stafford. They had Calvin Johnson. They had the number one guys at their position some years. The Jackets have never had that. Connor McDavid this season has doubled the franchise record for points in a season by mm. a Blue Jacket, the, the record that, that's held by Artemi Panarin. Um, I mean, dude, I, 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 I mean, I don't know what you do. Like, okay, so you finally beat Pittsburgh in the regular season. Way to F and go, man. I, oh, I'm so mad. Um, 
the Penguins, they beat us by doing that. Uh, you know, they don't want to see Bedard in the Metro. They don't want right. to play him three times a year. And they just – they fired Larson because of it. He basically pulled a Lovey Smith is essentially what he did. He plays Johnny Hockey 22 minutes that night in a game they must lose. Yep. There's no reason – Crosby did not put, play the final three minutes of regulation and nothing in overtime. The Penguins mm-hmm. were not trying to win either. And Brad Larson went out there and wanted to win, and that's the reason he got fired. Jarmo Kekalainen didn't say that because I don't think they were going to fire him, but then he did that, and they fired him. Um, so if you want to feel better, I keep reading that Columbus is going to be the number one job available in the NHL this offseason, Ethan. Oh, that makes you feel great, doesn't it? Why? Because you get Gaudreau, you're going to have maybe a top one pick, top two pick. Yeah. Well, who who's on the market that you'd like to pick up at the moment? Uh, no one. If they hire yeah. Peter Laviolette, I'm done. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my God. I'm I'm distraught. I don't know if you can tell. Um Yeah, if you could see Tanner's face on the Zoom right now, it's he's had his hand covering it for most of the time. Dude, it just it's so bad. Okay. Uh, the Jackets, they got 12 points over the last month. Chicago had four, uh, eight and Anaheim had four. This kid is going to go play in Anaheim with Zegris, and nobody is going to watch him, and we are going to continue to stay irrelevant. This was a 15-year swing, franchise-altering swing, than, because you beat Pittsburgh one time in the regular season. I mean... And none of it is guaranteed, like you said. But no, but yes. it, it the top three pick is the bigger part of the problem, because you might right. not even get that. Uh, I, I saw a great line. I forget who it was from. It said the fifth line is very accurate because the Jackets seem to constantly be picking fifth in the draft. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, they're going to suck. They're going to be bad. They're going to continue to be bad. And you're going to have a generational player in Johnny Gaudreau for no reason. And it's just very sad to me. Yeah, the, it is. They don't have much cap space. Um, I mean, they offloaded some contracts. I don't know what they're going to do. They're... You know, here's the other thing, too. I like Yarbo Kekalainen, um, but you saw what Pittsburgh did. They fired everybody in the front office pretty much because they missed the playoffs once. This was a brand-new front office, two years in the making. You can argue mm-hmm. that what they were doing was bad, but Pittsburgh made the change. Yarbo Kekalainen's been the GM for over 10 years, like on a very bad team. In, in almost any other sport, I'd say he's probably been fired mm-hmm. by this point. I, I mean, he's rebuilt the roster how many times? How many times have we been through a rebuild picking top five, but at number five? They do mm-hmm. just enough to not pick in the top three, and when they do, they get the worst, you know, dra- deep draft. They they get Ryan Murray. They get Dubois. Neither of those guys still on the roster. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. So, uh, and now, that you know, they got to hire a new coach. They fired the goalie coach. I did like that. Or, or mm-hmm. they didn't renew Legace's contract, but I, I don't I don't know what you do, man. Um I don't know either. I think I, you might you just needed I, to lose the game. Like yeah. and the, the fans that are like, oh, you gotta go out there and try to win them all. Stop. Please shut up. And and, and you know, I, I wanted them to lose every single game basically since December. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, since, especially are, after since the junior the junior classic the world hockey classic. right oh yeah for sure 
For sure. And, and they've got some good guys in the was. farm system. But yeah. And, 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 you know, there's people who are then complaining, well, they're losing 8 nothing. That's horrible. It does not matter. They're losing. The games in March of this year have no effect whatsoever outside of maybe like a long-term injury on what's going to happen in October when next year starts. Okay? You know as a baseball fan, Ethan, wins in September do not matter come April of next year. Okay? Mm-hmm. It does not matter. What you look like at the end of the year has nothing. I mean, the, the roster is going to look a little bit different, maybe a lot different. Who knows? They, Yarmo, he has to, you know, work for his job at this point. If his job's not on the line, you're not going to go any further. And he's done a lot of good things, I think. But, man, there's just been no success on the ice. And it's been horrible. Uh, well, you look at the – oh, my goodness. I mean, eight, of the, at... eight of the nine last home games were sellouts. Like, this – crowd this community this city deserves a good hockey team and it's been 23 years of this yeah you look at the rosters you you look at the lines i i don't even know like you go down to the second line mm-hmm. okay i mean and even the first line sean corrali being a first line center <laughs> they, they were the trying to line, lose you go to a, the second line of Hunter McCown mm-hmm. and who? Yeah. You go down to the yeah. You go down to the third line with Juna Luoto. Mm-hmm. You go down to the fourth line with Michael Taitia, mm-hmm. Tyler Angle, and Samuel Natsgo. Tell me one other team in this league where any of those guys is on a starting four line. I don't even know. I don't. I couldn't even tell you one thing about any of those people. I. They were called up straight up from Regina. Right. The 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 London or, or no, not the London Knights. What whatever the hell they are. Not even Cleveland. They called them up from mm-hmm. Regina. Okay. Right. You had five guys make their NHL debut and you still somehow won the game because Brad Larson had the top line out there for over twenty two minutes. Do you know do you know what else? This is what I learned this morning. And this is when I almost just pulled off on the side of the road and I was gonna think for a moment about just how I, I needed to take a moment, you know. Mm-hmm. If you pull the goalie in overtime, you get your point taken away. So they could have still gotten last if they would have just pulled the goalie. I didn't even know that either. Jody Shelley said it at the start of overtime. I I turned the game off when they scored that third goal because I texted you on Thursday and I said, Jackets. Not looking good. And you go, they're down 3-2. It's going to be fine. And that made me feel a little bit better. I didn't realize because I could not watch. Because if I was watching that, uh, you know, um, there might not be a TV hanging up in my place because I would have thrown it out the window. Um, The fact that they came back, too. Right. Which is something that we haven't been able to do. What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Oh, We could not have done that if we had tried. Right, in, the jackets in, are so bad they can't even lose correctly, Ethan. Oh, oh, I know nobody wants to listen to that. I'm just enraged. So if you would like to talk about something else, please go right ahead. But if not, we can continue with this. No, you know what? That's actually quite all right. Um, I just texted you LOL when uh, they fired. I woke up on yes, yesterday morning and it said that Brad Larson had been fired. Um, all right. Let me. I just had the list up of who some of the top coaching candidates were. Let me see if I can find. Sure. That. Let's look to the future rather than the past. Before. Yeah. Yeah. Brick by brick. You know, we are the fifth line. March with us. All of that bullshit. 
All right. Hold on. Let's see here. The Reds got nine runs scored on them in the top of the first. Hey, the Reds won 13 nothing yesterday, though, buddy. Yeah, they're not doing terrible, but they are about to lose 13-3 to in uh, in this one. So, yeah. um, I've Parades seen people say they out. want uh, Jared Bowl. You're going to have to tell me where these people are coming from. Do you know who Jared Bowl is, right? Well, where is he coming from? And then he, I will. He's on the current coaching staff. Oh, he, he played for the Jackets forever. All right. Yes, yes, yes. What is this he like? Com- the assist associate or something? Yeah, he's a defensive guy. He played for the Jackets forever. He was he was he was a fun jacket to watch. He was the guy who'd fight Tom Wilson. Uh, mm. That was before you were really interested. All mm. right, Aaron Portsline. Okay, our guy. Do you remember when Aaron Portsline came to Orange? I do. I still yeah. follow him. Yeah, mm. for sure. He came and talked to us when we were young freshmen in high school. Yeah, um, shout out to him. Yeah, so his list of compiled candidates, Bruce Boudreaux, who we know, uh, I don't like that. I think he's an older guy waiting for an original six spot. Jay Leach, don't know who that is. I, I should. I probably do if I would see his face and whatnot. Claude Julianne. If we hire Claude Julianne, I'm going to go crazy. Claude Julianne was the coach of the Montreal Canadiens when they went to the uh, cup final in the bubble year like that crazy weird year where it was 56 games played or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. um, and then was fired nine games into the following season. Mm-hmm. Okay. Peter Laviolette. Peter Laviolette has not won a playoff game in eight years. He was the guy who took Nashville to the conference finals. He's been the coach in Washington. His contract just conveniently expired. <laughs> Sergei Fedorov. If you're a diehard Blue Jackets fan, you know who Sergei Fedorov is. No. For the love of God, no. Uh, Spencer Carberry, no idea. Andrew Burnett, please God, no. Uh, well, okay, maybe out of the list here, I, I Burnett is probably the best. If they hire in-house, that just shows nothing's going to change, too, to be fair. Right. Because that's that's how Larson got hired. You need a new voice from the outside to come in. Bruce Boudreaux is essentially a torch hire again. In the way of where it's a guy who's been around the league quite a bit. And, you know, is just he's well into the twilight of his career, over 40 years coaching and whatnot, where he would have something different. You know, he's been everywhere, but I, I don't like that. I Andrew Burnett was the coach of the Florida Panthers the interim year uh, two years mm-hmm. ago when Joel Quinville was fired. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it's uh, Trevor Letikowski, Manny Malhorta, uh, Joe Sacco, Mike Bellucci, and Pascal Vincent. So a couple of those guys, in-house jackets guys, they need to hire outside of the organization, I think. Yeah. To, to go back here, Spencer Carberry is mm-hmm. uh, an assistant coach with the Maple Leafs right now. Oh, great. Great. Winger. Yeah, and great. Jay Leach is mm-hmm. the current uh, Seattle Kraken assistant coach and uh-huh. former captain of the Albany Devils. Way to go. All right. So Carberry, no. Do not hire a guy from Toronto. Have they won anything? No, not really. No, not really. Ethan, they haven't won a playoff series since we were a year and a half old. Well. Oh, four. Tucker was, was also, He was also a left winger. So oh, great. Great. Thank God. You got that. Thank God. Uh, yeah. I mean, the nice thing about the NHL, I guess, in pro sports is you don't have, like, it's not like college coaching, so you don't have to hire somebody within a week or something like that. You've got some time here. True. But 
I have no faith. I have no faith. I, you know, the draft lottery that'll maybe change some things when we see that finally happen. Well, they've got to they've got to hire somebody before the draft, you'd think. Yeah, but you've got till July then. So True. maybe you wait and even see what your draft odds are going to be, and that that decides what you're going to do because you're not going to be able to get the first round pick this year anyway. Like the first overall pick, you couldn't trade for it. So um, trade Gaudreau for. Connor Bedard. It, it wouldn't work. You'd have to give up the first round pick that you have for the next 10 years. And True. Uh, yeah. Especially so, this year. Yeah. Yippee Kaye, go Jackets. Well, for some, uh, that wraps up our Jackets talk. Oh, my God. I can't even tell how long. Um, we're a uh, little bit of positive news for you. MSU is national collegiate dodgeball champions. Um, oh, there you go. Club of dodgeball, I assume. So congrats to the green and white in dodgeball. Tammy, right. you had a fun uh, a fun weekend calling some interesting things. Yeah, I did. I uh, did uh, lacrosse on Friday night, which is unlike anything I've done. Not because it was lacrosse, but because the table they had us sitting at was inside the, the parents section mm. so like we were just over at the rec fields you know so they four, can hear you they can hear you years. saying whatever too yeah but they the listeners could also hear whatever was being said <laughs> right and uh you know l- lacrosse is a sport where uh the parents like to yell a little bit it's it's not like going to a baseball game uh, we'll put it that way. You know, if if you catch what I'm saying here, yeah. it's not. Oh gosh, how could that happen? It's it's a little bit more explicit than that. Right. Um, so that that was fun. I really enjoyed that. Hopefully, going to do the playoff game this Saturday. Uh, they told me that they should be hosting Temple, and so I guess in the game against Temple earlier this season, because we they they asked us to come do their senior night game. Uh, they have a guy who usually does their play-by-play for them and whatnot on like a Twitter live stream or something, but uh, a little bit more formal when you bring in, you know, the radio station and whatnot. So hopefully right. they'll have us back to do the playoff game. But in this first playoff game against Temp, or in the first like regular season game against Temple, it was mm-hmm. in Philly, and I guess that there was not even a handshake line at the end. They were pulling guys off the field. Because it was getting so physical. So it could be a very exciting game. I've also heard that the police have shown up to a couple games because they've gotten so out of hand. Uh, So very, very fun out here with the LAX team. Very interesting. Club lacrosse. Club lacrosse. Not a real, not a, not a uh, division one NCAA sport. Correct. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's an NCAA sport. Ohio state has a team. Right, but like Michigan State doesn't have a team. We're club. yeah, but Ohio State like has a whole stadium. There's no way they'd build a stadium for a club team. Well, no, I know it is. I'm just asking: Is West Virginia's no, registered but with the NCAA? No, but that's because the university doesn't have the money, or they would. Right. So, well, yeah, yeah. I was no, just, it sucks. I was just making sure that this was not a. But like, they, I don't they, think the cops but, call, being called that would be a whole problem for the NCAA. But yeah, probably. A, uh, but they recruit sport. kids and stuff like that. They they got a pretty big budget and whatnot. They're just right. not a varsity sport here, unfortunately. Right. That's what I was um, asking. Yeah. And then yesterday, I did the uh, Madden Collegiate Showcase hosted by the WVE sports team. Did not realize I was doing the Elite Eight, the Final Four, and the national title. 
But that's what I did. Or not national mm-hmm. title, the title game. But that's what I did. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it was it was fun. Um, I guess my one thing would be every guy was either the Bucks or the Chiefs. So it was just Bucks, Chiefs, Bucks, Chiefs, Bucks, Chiefs. Like six of the eight games were that. The other two were Chiefs, Bills. So that got a little bit, uh, you know, oh, Brady the Godwin kind of deal over right. and over again. Right. Um, but I tell you what, I'm watching these guys do this Madden, and I don't know if you – like I know you play Madden, but out there, they were going in when they were calling, you know, their defense – and setting how fat how far back the corners were allowed to go. Like where they would hook back. So like at the uh-huh. you know, if the if the ball's at the 35, they're having them hook back at like the 20, 22, like super, uh-huh. super in depth on this Madden. So and wow. something else I didn't realize that was able to be that like you were able to do. Uh-huh. These guys, so like all of these games were one score games. They're really, really close. So championship game, three minutes left. Dude throws a pick to Vita Vea down 12. And we were watching his screen. Xbox holds down on the Xbox button, turn off console. That was it. Three minutes left in the game, but it was over right then. So like the rage quit. I did not realize the rage quit was going to be a part of the whole thing, but that made for a lot of fun. The national title or the whatever the title game of the tournament, holding down the Xbox. Yeah, I think there was five rage quits. Friends. Wow. Mm-hmm. And were these all WVU Mm-mm. people? Okay. And were they all in the same place, or were they around the? The okay. kid that won it was playing out of Dubuque, Iowa, from wow. Clark University. That's hilarious that you can rage. <laughs> rage yeah, quit. I know. Well, here's the other thing too. You want to feel like an idiot. Please. Some of these guys, their stats, you know, were their records or whatever, but also their career earnings. These kids are our age. One guy had made over 300K in Madden tournaments. Doesn't that make you feel like you're doing the wrong thing? Oh, trust me, Tanner. There's a lot of things that make me feel like I'm doing the wrong thing. Maybe I got to start diving into the playbook. Usually I choose 4 3 and just run with it, but. Mm -mm. I mean, 300K. That's like no joke. Like the winner yesterday won four grand. Also, very funny side note we gave away a 2K23 code for the NBA game. Jablinski won it. Do you know who Jablinski is? I do. You do know Jablinski. Jablinski won the 2K23 code. So there you go. (laughs) I should have. Because they read that name, and for some reason they didn't cut to the girl who was reading it, and it was still on me, and I didn't know. And she goes, the winner of the 2K23 code is Jablinski, and I almost fell out of my chair. I started laughing so hard. <laughs> I was like, there's no way my buddy Jablinski won it. So then I call him, mm-hmm. and he goes, I won what? I go, well, you liked the tweet, so you were entered in the contest, and you followed him, so you won the 2K23 code. And he goes, he said an explicit word, and he goes, "I bought that yesterday." <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully you can turn it. Hopefully you can return it. I said, "Just give it to me." I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah might maybe. as well tip your tip your announcer there. Yeah, exactly. Well, that sounds like a splendid time. It was eight hours. Mexican... 
Oh gosh. Uh huh. I, I I was not. Next time I will be very very prepared. Uh, mm-hmm. I went in a little bit unknown. Did not expect that to be eight hours. Right. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it was, but it was fun. What do you got going you. on? Good for you saying yes. Thank you. Thank you. Always. Uh, yeah, I mean it it's a growing to, field, I, so. Yeah, yeah. There's a esports broadcasting class here at Michigan State, so I might. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe I'll take it just for fun. Yeah, but um, yeah. For uh, I listened. I had to run it back to listen to you. I listened to like 15 minutes of one of the games and kind of skipped around a little bit to listen to some of the others just to see what it was like. And it was pretty comical. I must say just listening to you Thank calling you. Madden because that's pretty funny. Well, it, you know, because you don't call it like it's a regular football. Right. Game. Right. So then I was like looking through the discord, seeing some of these guys names. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the really good ones were not guys who were playing and I'm not going to share those, but there were some that were just spectacular. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, for me, though, I was at the spring game yesterday, the Michigan State football spring game, All the right. Spartan football kickoff, if you will. Okay. It's not really a game, um, as most colleges are phasing out the actual game portion. I mean, we, they, there was still a scrimmage at the end, and uh, the fans got to see all the quarterbacks and all the, you know, the whole depth chart. Um, and it was a good time. Uh, had fun shooting that. Got some good uh, – Good social media content out there on the MSU football page well, um, from all of our from all of our staff. Um, that was a good time. Uh, we were supposed to call uh, supposed to be calling the softball game that probably would have just finished up like an hour ago, but we had uh, one of the most beautiful weekends of the year in East Lansing. Uh, so, if you tell me you went and played golf today, oh, I did not. Oh. Um, I it ended today. There was rain all day today in the forecast, so they made it a double header yesterday oh, instead okay. of a game on Saturday and Sunday. So I was not able to uh, call the softball game. I would never play golf instead of calling a game. But um, oh no, I meant I was just going to be really jealous. I wouldn't uh, blame you. No, no, yeah, it's raining today, so that today ended the nice weather. It was in the 80s all weekend, Wednesday yeah. through Saturday, and then today it just fell off so we've been having some fun getting some hammocking in some pickup basketball some throwing the baseball the intramural softball team uh that i am a part of we uh lost well so here's what happened we go up uh we go out there Mm -hmm. first inning go down uh five to nothing i believe and we can't get the bats going it gets up to eight to nothing um in the fourth inning all, All right. right. And we step out there and I brought a few, I brought a few extra weapons just in case uh, the the team needed some riled up. We got a, we got some Powerade, we got some sunflower seeds and I brought Moneyball, the book, um, classic book turned into movie uh, Moneyball. You, hopefully you're all familiar with. <laughs> um, and I just began reading passages from Moneyball. Oh, Jesus. As our players were up to bat. Scored six runs that inning, had an incredible comeback, eight to six. Um, continued to read Moneyball. It's only six innings game, and we uh, stopped. We kind of petered out there, lost nine to six. But uh, first round of the playoffs this Thursday at Munn Intramural Field at 9 p.m. Uh, the Spartans will be taking on, I'm not sure their team name, but I do know uh, a few of the players. They're on the radio station here at MSU. So we've got a big journalism uh 
That's pretty exciting. Showdown. And yes, it will be very fun. Um, yeah. So we've got that to look forward to. I will be uh, making my professional broadcasting debut uh, next Tuesday. So not two days from now or whatever, but uh, a week from this Tuesday, uh, calling a Lansing Lugnuts game. All right. Um, yes. A high A baseball. So that will be very exciting. Um, yeah. On MILB TV, the game that uh, first pitches at 6.05, so I encourage you all to tune in. I think MILB TV is free. It might not be, but okay. uh, I think you can watch the stream or at least listen to it. So uh, that will be exciting. And yeah. that's what I have going on over here. Well, that's good. Um, I got swept out of cornhole last week. So student media this year, right. 0 and 11 in intramural events here at WVU, unfortunately. Um, Very unfortunate. Wednesday, I'll be out at PNC Park doing the game. West Virginia taking on Pitt at the most beautiful stadium in America. Uh, and I tell you, no, buddy, I went. We went on Tuesday last week, me and a buddy of mine who were doing the game, just to check it out so we knew what we were going into. Mm-hmm. Spectacular. I mean, uh, I, I think it's – I've not been to many, but it's tough to beat. Uh it was really, 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 it is really, nice. really nice. I'll Have you been that. there? Yeah. Yeah, I've been there. What do you, you like Great not... American more? Um, yeah, I think so. But I mean I do you know, agree. I'm it's to nice the trap, so right. The yellow is nice thematically with all the bridges and everything. It's yeah. a, it makes it it's a nice view. It is Pittsburgh. Um, but it's a, oh, it's a God. nice view. All right. Thanks. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> no, you take a, that bias out of there. I think it's probably tough yes. to beat. No, you're right. Have if you been? To, you've been to Comerica, right? I have. Yeah. Okay. You can't beat that tiger out in the outfield. It's a oh, nice yeah? touch. It's okay. a nice touch. Ginormous tiger out there. No, it is a very beautiful park. I will give it that. You know, Pittsburgh is my least favorite sports city. I'm not. I'm not against the Pirates. I love their uh, their radio broadcaster Joe it's, Block, MSU grad. He's you can't incredible. Be against the Pirates, they're so bad. Well, the Reds are that's also like, so bad. Well, but that's, that's like really people hating on the Blue Jackets, man. Uh, yeah, I will tell you, I'm going up there on Wednesday to do the game. Then we're going back on Thursday for Dollar Dog Night, and it's going to be a playoff-like atmosphere because Cincinnati's in town. So, right. See, that's but, what I'm talking about. Why, well, how no. could I? <laughs> it's a it's a volatile matchup anytime. The race to but, 100. But the game I saw, Ji Huang Bay, walk-off winner in the bottom of the ninth. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it was, was it was huge. a good night out there at the PNC Park. Um, but then I'm I'm calling the blue gold game. That's what we called here, spring game for us on Saturday, mm-hmm. and then playoff lacrosse might also be that night. So that might be a long Saturday again for the Tan yeah. Man. But I'm very excited too. This week down here in Morgantown, Mountaineer Invitational tomorrow and Tuesday, the only golf event of the year hosted by the WVU golf team. Mm, 25 minutes so. south of campus so i will be walking the course so here here's my questions because uh i was talking about this on the mountaineer sports insider podcast too the other thing that i host um mm-hmm. do i go walk it in the golf shoes am i going to be one of those people because if it's raining i'm going to let you know right now that's probably going to be what happens because they're waterproof yeah Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't see why not. You don't go hiking in uh, slippers just because you think you're going to look weird in hiking boots. I think you just yeah. got to go out there prepared. Wear the golf pants. Wear that's the what polo. I, that's what. I, well, definitely. Do Do you see this? What I got on right now? What do you think about this? Yeah, that's beautiful. What brand is that there? It's Chubby's. Why wouldn't it be? 
not a sponsor. No, yes. but uh, <laughs> dear God, Chubby's, please sponsor me because of the amount of money I've spent on your product. I, That's true. Tanner rarely I, I, wears shorts with an inseam above four inches. So you're goddamn right. Um, I uh, was going to try to be one of like they have like a modeling thing they do. I don't know why they call it that. It's more of like a brand ambassador thing, but you got to be 21. Uh, and I was just going to send pictures of me coaching in because, like, that's what I do. But I didn't understand. So I ordered this pullover, right? It's called mm. the Palm Tees. I mm. didn't look at the picture at all. I just liked that it was palm trees. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to like that. I'll wear that to do some games. And maybe I didn't understand that it was a golf one where it was going to be golf tees holding up the palm right. tree. So, you know, very, very happy with that development when I opened. The yeah, package. that's that's beautiful. That is a nice touch. I just noticed that as you said, palm tees. That's why I, I like was it. pointing to it. Yeah, I didn't realize right. until I opened it, it's a tee. So right. I think this will be what I wear tomorrow. Navy pants with the blue Callaway shoes. You know, uh, We'll be good to go. All right, pal. So, all right. You wanted to talk about the NBA. We had a little break there. We apologize, but uh, hopefully this audio runs together all right. Have you seen my sign? Did I show you my sign? Yes, you did. All right, West good. Virginia is Dew Country, beautiful yeah. Mountain Dew sign. Yeah. I mean, like for that to be on the side of the road, as you said, you picked it. No, up. It, it was in the middle of the road, not off the side. Like it blew off of somebody's house. It was just like it fell off the truck. I don't even know. Well, <laughs> it fell off the back of the truck, did it? Yeah, I like. I like that. No, I promise, that's I like, did not steal it. Like, I did not steal it. No, I know, I yeah. know. That's like a thousand. That's like that's like two million dollars falling off of a truck in your for you you know oh i know dude i was a, a west virginia cross mountain dew collab sign is probably i could not think of anything that is literally like you could drop a million dollars in my hands and it would probably be amount to the same as the feeling of you finding a west virginia with mountain dew sign yeah in the middle of the road pretty much mountain dew come sponsor us um Actually, I could probably make that. We're on a marketing tear today. I might be able to make that. Let me make some calls after this today. I, I, I might, I might know. I know a guy at Pepsi. I know you do. I know I, you do. I, I didn't even think about that. Maybe, maybe we'll, maybe we'll look into that. Um, yeah. By the way, Ben Danucci having a day in the XFL. Just so you know. You know, I turned on the TV this morning. I woke up. I got some breakfast. Took a nap. Well, actually, the nap was after this. Uh, I woke up. Got some breakfast. I woke up. Back. I went back to bed. <laughs> I got some breakfast first, took a shower. I sit down on the couch. I turn on the TV and I'm looking for golf. I want to watch the RBC Heritage. Now, golf does not come on that early. Down um, in Harbor Bay, Speeth. Beautiful course. That's, I think I decided that the RBC Town, Heritage, sorry. yeah, Harbor Town. I decided that the RBC Heritage is my second favorite non major behind Whoa. the Memorial. Town. Okay. I was going to say, let's, let's remember Jack's place. I thought you said, oh, yeah. That's favorite. why it's, yeah. Oh, no, Jack's well, yeah, place. My second favorite. One. Non-major, yes. Um, what about the waste management, though? That's true. That's good. But but I've been to Harbor Town. I've been to Hilton Head. Oh, really? So, okay. Yes, yes. I did not golf it, but I was up in the lighthouse do, looking do you, down on the whole course. Do you have it on by chance? I do not, no. I'm sitting in this uh, study room here. Well, that, uh, the thermostat's turned up to 80, and I can't change it. And I, can't, I also can't adjust the light, so that's why I'm sitting in this nice mood lighting here by myself. Mr. Fitzpatrick has tied this thing at minus 17. Oh, wow. They're on 17. Mm, okay, I'll turn... finish here at the RBC. Let me see if I can have it on ESPN Plus without t- catching my computer on It's on, on CBS. Fire. Sorry, it's not going to happen. 
I thought it was on ESPN Plus for the rest of the day too. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. You can out. tell anyways. how prepared we are today. All right, yeah. Go ahead, anyways, dude. um, well, what were we even was I going to? Oh, yeah. You were going to talk about into, the NBA. I think. Yeah, I was going to get into the NBA. Okay, so the NBA, the National Basketball Association. Um, I was going to make this comment before right when we started but there was more pressing matters um oh i can watch shoffley grillo and coocher uh, oh pooch featured group one of my favorites. anyways oh i can watch featured hole number 14 featured hole number 17 well i guess 17 might as well watch that while i can and then you'll just have to play by play 18 um okay. the nba I yeah. was going to say before we even got on, um, before we started going, really, that well, first of all, the Cavs take a devastating loss to the Knicks in yeah, Game One in Cleveland. For him. I, I, it's not over. I think that uh, there was a few, you know, got down early and could never really gain traction. Um, There's a few things that I wasn't too happy about with like uh, minutes and when we were sitting some guys and stuff like that, but. I think that it's still very winnable um, series. Today, the Grizzlies and the Lakers are playing. Now, I was going to say before we it even anything even started that you cannot tell me that LeBron is going to lose to the Grizzlies in the playoffs. I don't care who's around him. I don't care who's on the Grizzlies. You can put Steph Curry on the Grizzlies, and I don't think that LeBron is going to lose to the Grizzlies in the first round of the playoffs. Now they, they could very well just sweep the next four games and I could be completely wrong, but you know, the Lakers coming in um, as the lower seed, obviously way lower, uh, not having as good of a season as the lake as the Grizzlies have had. John Moran averages more points against the Lakers than any other team by far, I think. Um, but you just can't tell me that LeBron's not going to go down to the Lakers to the Grizzlies without a fight. So that was what I was going to say. The Lakers come in and beat the Grizzlies by like 15 points today in uh, in Memphis. Anthony Davis did go out of that game. He said he couldn't move hey, his arms. So I, it it we'll looks see. like he came back in. I had the end of that one on. Yeah, yeah. So um, he yeah. should be fine. Um, but I, that's all I'm going to say is that okay. I know that you cannot count LeBron out, especially not against a Memphis Grizzlies team who has been, you know, very good this season. Um but nonetheless, that's my take. Um, LeBron okay. is not one to just quit out like that. And it will be a very interesting rest of the playoffs. I'm actually – I'm a little bit interested in this playoffs, especially with the Cavs. If the Cavs go out and the Lakers go out, I don't know if I will be. But um, this seems like an, it could be an interesting run. Maybe get some fresh faces in there. I'd love to see the Cavs make an East Conference finals well, appearance without LeBron for the first time in – like, you know, since the 80s, the 90s, something. Yeah. I will tell you, they're my pick out of the East. Now, I'm not the biggest NBA guy, but mm-hmm. light the beam. <laughs> yes. That's a great, another great story. That's I, another great story. I thought it was games. terrific that the owner was down there. Mm-hmm. That was really funny. It was just a playoff win, you know, acted like they right. won the damn finals last night, but light the beam no, and as they the, should as the they exterior should of that building is crazy yeah i mean uh, what else are you going to do in sacramento go to a 
California government meeting. That's why I was just like, go to a session of Congress. I don't know. <laughs> what is Golden One? Do you know? Golden One? Like, isn't that the arena name? I'll, I'll, I'll get it. I don't want to overheat your computer. Oh, it's already. Yeah, the Golden One Center. Oh, it's Credit Union. All right. That's about right. Okay. Yeah. Everything, something like that. Yeah. That's it is a beautiful right. arena. Uh, yeah. I remember the, on like 2K15. No. Why would the LA Kings play in Sacramento? Oh, sorry. I meant the. Uh, wait, is there another team in Sacramento? No. No, there isn't. Okay. Never mind. All right. My bad. <laughs> we can cut that. No, it's fine. Everybody makes – I've made mistakes. You can just let me yell about the Blue Jackets. I guarantee you I got something wrong in that. Yeah, probably. Thank you for your confidence in me. <laughs> no, I know. I'm um, a stand-up guy. Nothing wrong. Oh, well, thank you. Spieth is going to win this thing. He'll be yeah, the fourth I'm, back-to-back winner in Harbortown. It does look really nice down there. I've never been down there. Yeah, it's a beautiful place. You um, know, I, I just go to Tampa. Um, all right, let's let's go to I the MLB. I'm, uh, unless yeah. you want, unless you had something else. No, I I was just gonna say I think I'm like 40 seconds behind you because Spieth is about to make this or line up this putt here. Did he already hit his 30 footer on your? No, screen? no, 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 no. Oh, so okay. we'll see what happens. This is a little live action for you guys. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're calling a game that a match that will have been over for hours by the time that anyone hears this, possibly days. Yeah, maybe um, years. Yeah, maybe. Um, the MLB, my Tampa Bay Devil Rays, baby. 13-0, now they're 14-2 and after a series in Toronto. Uh, just couldn't get the bats going this weekend, which was their downfall at the end of last year. But they had been really, really hot up to that point. They're still outscoring opponents like 130 to 48 or something. So I'm right, not too worried about crazy. it. crazy. Uh, I am a little bit worried. Uh, Jeffrey Springs has the nerve thing going on in his arm. Can't really grip the ball correctly. So that's mm-hmm. not good. They need Tyler Glass now back, like now, and I, then they'll be okay. But because that that'd be four or five pitchers, and, and playing at three or five is really really tough to do. Um, Sugar Shane went today. Sugar Shane is really good. I'm very happy with this team at this point. Videl Bruhan's coming. He's played pretty good too. I like Videl Bruhan, uh, but you, you mentioned the Reds a little bit, but you can talk about them some more if you'd like to. Um, just I mean, nobody likes podcasts. You know, nobody's really expecting. Nobody's really expecting anything about you know huge from this season. Obviously, lose some trade, some good players away for some cap space, some picks, some uh, random prospects. You know what have you? So nobody's really. I don't know that we're in entire rebuild session at the moment. Sell everything. That's kind of what happened at the end of last season. But I think this season is just uh, go out there and compete and see what happens. I don't know. Baseball is fun to watch, and there's so many games that it never really gets me down too much. Um, and I've picked up the Braves as my second favorite team. Oh, God. Uh, oh, we already went through this. I know. Uh, I, I like Atlanta, you know. I uh, yeah. Atlanta. All right. So I enjoy the Braves. Um, mm-hmm. You can't watch your team lose 100 games and just be like, okay, well, that's it, you know. So, and, you know, they're not even in the same division. I was still rooting for the Reds when they were playing the series earlier. I think that's, like, the only the only time they play each other all season. So, what have you. Um, I also <laughs> have one, two, three, 
four. I think I have four or five Braves on my uh, fantasy baseball roster. Okay. Um, so we're looking. We lost our first matchup with. Uh, oh, I'll just I'm give you the highlights. Up. I'll give you the highlights with Matt Olson. Uh, Carlos Correa's on there. Juan Soto, Ronald Acuna Jr., Charlie Blackman as the utility. All right. Um, Max Muncy's on my bench, which you know, if Max Muncy's on your bench, you don't have a terrible team. No. Um, and then all of my pitchers are hurt. I have two pitchers that are not hurt at the moment. Um, and that's Graham Ashcraft of the Reds and Jose uh, Urquidy. I never can say that right. Uh. <laughs> Of the Houston Astros, and then we've got um, Jeffrey Springs on my roster out. Yeah, uh, Max Freed is on IL fifteen uh, day IL. So is Carlos Rodon, Joe Musgrove, and Rafael Iglesias. So we're we're struggling, and I picked these guys because they fell so far low because they had uh, because they are hurt and they haven't yeah. hurt. So I'm just hoping for a huge swing and like pitching dominance in the end of the season because all my guys come back, but we'll see what happens. I'm not too worried about fantasy baseball, to be honest with you. Well, that's good. Uh, neither am I though. Uh, but I do think that it, it is fun. I'm still just really trying to figure it out uh, mm-hmm. a, a little bit here, but uh, definitely enjoying it uh, thus far. I am one to know. So that's pretty sweet and fun. And yeah, I'm not a big fantasy other than uh fantasy person for anything other than football i always attempt we attempted fantasy hockey this season i ended up in fourth place lost the third place game so what are you gonna do yeah um what okay sorry so you know i will be back at the pool this year yelling like Mm -hmm. i love to do and having a ton of fun uh so registration just opened for it and i got the email so i was just looking at the website (laughs) I'm going to have to send you the picture of me that's on there. Um, the picture that I send in for me is, is what's used, but I also have my league rep, uh, Mr. Francisco Rivera, my guy. Love him so much. Uh-huh. There is a picture that he is using, and I am in it. Holy shit. <laughs> it's a very good picture. Uh, is it an action shot of you? No, it's me. I do not remember taking this photo whatsoever from Champs last year, and um, you, you mentioned earlier the four-inch inseams. I must have uh-huh. had these things rolled up because they're non-existent <laughs> in this photo. <laughs> so, uh, you know, maybe we'll put this one out there. Um, we're, yeah, we're deciding, you know, we want to do some social media stuff maybe with the Spartaneer and that sort of thing. We we want to get this thing some more plays and that sort of stuff. We think we do some good work here. This week yeah. was not planned very much, so I just want to come on here and yell about the Blue Jacks a little bit. And, we got into no. some more discussion, but nothing too serious about sports this week. That's what's really nice about this time of year, though, I think, too. Uh, we will definitely get something going with the NHL playoffs once I've calmed down a little bit more. I mean, if you had to pick a cup champ right now, who's it going to be? I know that's a little um, on the spot. I'm going Tampa-Dallas in the final, and Tampa's going to win it again because let's go Bolts. Uh, yeah, I don't agree with you. Yeah, I know you don't. <laughs> I know that you're going to say that Tampa, you can't count Tampa out until they lose. Well, that's true. Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> I know. I'm I'm not disagreeing with you. It's just I've heard it before, so I do, know what you, you're going to say. Do you know um, who the last team they lost to in the East was? The Blue Jackets? Four years ago. 
yesterday was the end of the sweep. Sorry, I'm really hugging the microphone right now because I'm just mad again. Um, you know what? Let's. Uh, I'm just looking through West Coast. No one really. Nobody from the me. West is going to win. Yeah, I know. Stars. Uh, let's throw the Seattle Kraken in there because why not? You know, let's mix it up. Who who cares? Um, uh, Vegas Golden Knights, the Seattle Kraken. Throw it. Let's have some fun, why don't we? Hey, did you um, know what? No. Those are the teams in the Winter Classic next year. Oh, that's true. That's true. Where's that? Does it matter? Be... Still never been in Columbus. <laughs> Columbus has never played an outdoor game. This will be Vegas's second. Yeah, and they've only been around since 2017, right? Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, now I'm just uh, mad again. Oh, my God. From the East. All right, from the East. From the East, uh, I don't know. I guess Boston had a historic <laughs> season, which means that they're not going to win the Stanley right. Cup. Because that's right. That's just that's not what I want to hear. Thank you. Um, we don't like Boston around here. Well, you know how many you know has had the Tampa Bay had a historic season. You saw what happened. I don't think Boston's going to go out in the first round, but you know, winning sixty whatever it was games that makes sixty three. Yeah. Uh, yes, sixty five. Winning sixty-five. Oh, geez. Games. Okay. Yeah. Winning sixty-five games means that you're not going to win the Stanley Cup because you just can't be. That's just not how it works. Yeah. Um. Uh, and... By the way, really quickly, starting on eighteen, hitting the drives, both still at seventeen under. Yeah, I just. You watched, should see uh... the yachts out in the water here. Oh yeah. Must be nice. They come in for the for the tournament. Um. Well, to answer the question you asked me about five minutes ago that I've been stalling. I don't know. Throw Carolina in there. Throw throw a Carolina versus the Vegas Golden Knights final and get something exciting happening. Somebody new in there. And yeah, I wouldn't. Have, see, well, actually, I would because if Carolina wins, Tucker's never going to. Tucker's going to be. Yep, I knew you were going to say that. So yeah. you had a you had a you had a basketball statement to make. Oh yeah. Like to hear. Um, well, it's just that West Virginia's going to make the final four, buddy. And why is that? What has changed since? Have you the end seen of the what season? they've done in the portal? No. I'm right. real with you, I haven't. All right, fair enough. Uh so they're gonna add Jose Perez. Uh, mm. he's a guard from Manhattan. Okay. Okay. So okay. Jose Perez, he came here last year and was not granted a waiver by the uh, NCAA. Mm-hmm. So he's just been waiting uh, to play for Bob Huggins' team. And oh, I'm sorry, uh, I did see, I did see who came in recently. Yeah, I was gonna say. I don't. I mean, you're on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you miss it. Um, so their roster has Kirk Risa, Jose Perez on it. So Kirk Risa, a guard from Arizona, he was the number one guard in the portal at the time. They also had Omar Silverio, another guard from Manhattan, who came over with Jose. Both of them not granted a uh, waiver claim. But then today, they get the number one big in the portal as well in Mr. Jesse Edwards coming over from old buddy Bayheim's team. What in the hell was that that you just did right there? What in the hell was Are we taking Snapchats over there? Yeah. You start talking about West Virginia basketball. I'm going to take a Snapchat or two, okay? You get a weird face. You got to send a weird face back. 
Oh my god! I know, but that was just really because like, I was I was scrolling Twitter on my laptop, and then I come back, and all I see is Ethan just taking a very very funny selfie. All right, so yeah, you gotta you gotta throw the tongue out with the dog filter on because you know we don't we don't you're not gonna take Snapchat seriously. What is this middle school? You can't take a you can't try to look good with a dog filter. You gotta stick the tongue out. All right. Um, Anyways, Tanner, you're very excited. Well, yeah, they're adding all these guys in the portal, which is really good. But then I'm also going to mm-hmm. just send you this really quickly, okay? okay. And you're going to see this on your phone. So um, it is West Virginia's West Virginia, West Virginia's year to get the new Nike like rebrand. You know, every school gets it, what, every four or five years or something like that, where they get all new uniforms for all the sports. So you see what mm-hmm. I just sent you there? Um, that is, is that, 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 that is that a – U.S. Is that a UCLA jersey? No, no, no. That's a Jerry West jersey. Oh, okay. So, Jerry West, old school jersey. It is being rumored around here. We're going completely retro in Morgantown. Mm. And so, we've seen a couple pictures of jerseys like that. Those are brand new this offseason as far as recruiting photos go and that sort of thing. But then, like, on the West Virginia store that's through our favorite website, Fanatics. There's a lot of new retro stuff kind of coming in. So mm. fans are a little bit excited about maybe going to the old golden blue. That's what it's called around here. It's, you know, we say golden blue, but it's really the old golden blue. Um, mm. I just think that's interesting. And if they go back to uniforms like that, they might be the best looking team in the Big 12, unbiasedly, uh, outside of maybe Kansas. Because that classic Kansas is really tough to beat, I think. Yeah, um, Jayhawk is a good logo. Yeah, but, you know, the other thing, too, about it, just real quick, is, too, I mean, they get this guy. He comes here, Edwards, today, over Kansas and Gonzaga. The old bear, he's gearing up to go on a run, baby. Yeah, I mean, if you want to make an immediate impact, you know, you got to go to a place like that, especially in an individual sport like basketball. Um, I mean, you know, still a team sport, but much more individual than football. You can... Well, you yeah, know, like an, in, in the aspect team, that one guy makes a big difference, yes. Well, and an NBA team is going to find you no matter where you are, um, right? So that's good for good for the good for the Mountaineers. For I, I, I feel like you're East completely Lansing. doubting this team. This is going to be a good. Team. I'm not. It's going to be this, a good team. No, I know it. Yeah, this is going to be a good team. Two and, of the top know, five transfer players coming to Motown. NIL, baby. Yeah. This is the era of it. It's crazy. Izzo's got to get on the program, buddy. Well. Yeah, Izzo, if you want just to come on second. the actual program, let us second. know. Let us know. Just, just give me a second here. Um, well, first of all, yes, West Virginia did a great job with what they had last season, too. So adding some good pieces, I have faith in them to go far. I'm not discounting you at all. I'm just uh, listening to what you have to say. All right. From they, East Lansing this week, though, um, Tyson Walker announced he's coming back for his uh, for another year. Yeah, you were excited so about Molly that. Call. So did Malik Hall. Very excited about that. Um, you know, Tyson Walker, completely undervalued and underappreciated here in East Lansing. So uh, Tom Izzo has uh, said in his press conference, you know, he doesn't like the transfer portal. He wants his guys to battle it out. You can do that <laughs> when you have the second best recruiting class in the class of 2024 coming in. He said that he's done with having 13 scholarship players um, next season. Oh. We have 12 if he doesn't oh. add anybody. So, oh. you know, Tom Izzo likes to do things the way that he's going to do things. And, you know, you can't doubt his – you can't oh, no, I completely success agree. that he's had. So, yeah, no, that's, that's completely we'll see. Accurate. And with those guys coming back, 
you know, that's absolutely huge for the program with everybody that we're adding. He said, uh, you know, there's going to be some minutes battles in practice and leading up to the season. And I'm very excited to see what they can do. This is going to be a good team. One of the, one of the best teams, you know, there's some, the 2019, the 2020 team that had its uh, tournament run ousted by COVID, you know, was uh, one of the better teams that we've had in the last decade as well, that people still mourn the loss of the chance to win, but, you know, still more final four appearances than, um, most other schools in the last, you know, since 2000, I can't remember, but it's a lot, eight, I believe. So yeah, I think it's close to the most, uh, to remind you too, the most active winning as coach is right here in Morgantown, the old bear. Um, but no, I'm feeling good about this West Virginia basketball team. I'm ready to get back to basketball season. We just hired a new women's coach too. I know you might not. So, be. so did, so did Michigan state. Okay. Who'd you guys hire? Uh, Robin Freilich out of, um, Bowling Green. Okay. She uh has one of the one of the um I don't want to get it wrong. I think she went a hundred and something and three in uh her previous coaching before Oh uh, man. Oh yes. Yes, at Ashland University, the Ashland Eagles. That's right, uh, baby. Ohio Pride. Division two. Division two, she was a national champion in 2016, 2017, where they went 37 and zero. Um, and she, they went 104 and three. It was the highest winning percentage, minimum 100 games um, for a coach, I believe, in women's That's basketball. Insane. Um, only one conference loss the whole time that she was there, and it came in her first season. So then she goes to Bowling Green and uh, turns that program around a little bit, has a uh, 31 and seven. Um, made it to the WNIT Fab Four. Um, That's pretty good. Last season. So, yeah, we're very excited here. And she is, yeah, going to bring in, you know, this is her first time at a Power Five helm. So we'll see what she can do. A couple of players left with uh, Susie Merchant leaving. So we'll yeah. see what she can put together if she uses the transfer portal or what have you. It'll be interesting as a new era is here in Michigan State basketball for the first time since uh, a very long time. Yeah, I was going to say, you guys honestly. haven't had to hire a new coach in forever on either the men's or women's side. Right, exactly. I believe she was here, Susie Merchant was here since uh, I think it was 16 seasons, 18 seasons, somewhere around then. Um, we wish her the best in retirement as it was uh, due to health reasons that she stepped away. So it's going to be a, a new era here for the women's side and the same era for Tom Izzo on the men's. Yeah. I mean, that's how it is here. Uh, we hired the new women's basketball coach, first one in 20 something years after Mike Carey retired and Huggins has been here since Oh five, Oh six. And then she leaves and takes the Minnesota job. So be careful. Uh, she's a very good coach. Uh, at least the on mm -hmm. floor product is very good. Um, right. and they go hire Mark Kellogg out of S F.A. Stephen F. Austin down there in Tejas, and uh, he comes in here 23 wins plus the last seven straight years, so we're pretty excited about that. Goes D1 to D1, but first true Power 5 head coaching job for him. So we're feeling good here in Morgantown about that as well, and you know me, I do a ton of women's basketball games for our girls here on campus, and so I'm pretty tuned into what they're doing. Um, they keep everybody that was on the roster except one it seems right now. Mm. So that's, that's a pretty good number. Uh, yeah. 
uh, of people who played real solid minutes, right? There are a couple who really never got in any games that have left, but that happens everywhere, even if the coach doesn't change. So I'm excited about that. I love women's basketball. It's going to be good. Um, and we'll see what happens. How much, how much school you got left? We've got two more weeks and then finals week. So do you have any finals? Coming down to the wire. Uh, not really. Yeah. Journalism majors, baby. Uh, I am done in 12 days. Like I will wow. be home. Then I'm going right down wow. to Tampa Bay. You enjoy that. That'll be fun. Yeah. I got to go do a networking event. It's going to be awesome. Mm. That's not sarcastic. Shake some hands. Yeah, down at the Rays game. Hopefully, Dickie V is going to be there. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right, here we go. Fitzpatrick just missed the birdie putt on 18. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Spieth has got to make it. Should I call it like it's a win? Yeah, uh, I think it's two win. I don't think Spieth was off the green. See, I was looking down at you for a second. Your haircut looks great, buddy. Thank you. I was going to say, uh, I appreciate that. I was going to ask how you thought it looked. Great Clips is always a toss-up, especially in a college town. But you know, I, I think yeah. we walked out of there victorious today. No, I was on I was on the phone with the, my grandma, and I go, hey, 28th, you got to be home around whenever I text you, I'm leaving here so I can come and stop in and get a haircut. I started going to get my haircut at my grandma's again six mm. or seven years ago because she was a beautician before, like when she was really young, and has always cut my grandpa's mm. hair. And so... She had her hip replaced, and so like I was started getting it done there and help her move around and whatnot more, just because I was there all the time. And then right. you know, COVID happened and everything, and I mean, it's just been way better. So uh, I was like, "Listen, I'm going to be home for all of four and a half hours, and I will be stopping at your house to get a haircut because I got to go down and get my picture taken and stuff. So right. <laughs> I need to look a little bit better because the hair is far too long right now. Um, that is, I was going to say you're. You've got a mane going on, especially well, with the beard that is right, no longer with us. Right. The beard is gone. So now the hair looks even longer because the beard's not as crazy, you know, and right. uh, it's I hate shaving. That's why I don't do it most of the time. It is so much work because I have to shave every day. If I miss a day, then I have to, like, take the electric razor back to it because it's already too thick. Wow. I know it's a rough life I lead here, uh, but I'm looking forward to we'll back there in May and go play some golf. What? I don't know if you, I was going to say, if you didn't have uh, other campus sporting event engagements, you would be a great mountaineer. I know that's what I've been told. They they want me to be the mountaineer, and uh, you know, I really just don't have time for that. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I would love to do that. I think, although it is a ton gonna... of work. Because, yeah. like, you know, with with a mascot like Sparty or something like that, where it can be anybody in there, it's not as big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But with the Mountaineer, like... You're telling me they only have one Mountaineer? Yes. Like, there's yeah. an alternate, but, like, Mary, who's the Mountaineer this year, here's speed for the win. Got it. Back to back. I think. Wow. The people are going crazy. Or was that to tie it? That might have been to tie it at 17. The score has not changed on the screen. Obviously, I'm not listening. Nope, 17-17. Uh-oh, we're going to the playoff. Um, how exciting. And Patrick Cantlay, who is the slowest golfer in the world day. I was going to say. I was going to say. Uh, At least you couldn't hold anybody back other than those two today. Uh, <laughs> 
He said that it was slow in front of him too, but nobody else complained but the groups behind him. So that's really odd. Right. Uh, there were some great lines it's at the Masters. Fake. Yes, there were. It was an exciting Masters. Nance Nance had a really couple couple subtle subtle jabs. They were well done. Yeah. The 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 one that I sent you. He's a he's a champion. The best one was what he closed out the broadcast with. The quote from old Ben Hogan. Well, you got 54 yeah. more holes. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Right. not a shot at all. I guarantee it. Um, all right. There was one other thing, too, about the Masters I did want to talk about because I sent it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea that caddies should wear green if it's a champion play and have white mm. names on the back, like white lettered names, because all the caddies wear the same white uh, boiler suit is what it's called, I think. Right. And then the name is on the back in green. But what if they were to invert it and have the boiler suit be green with a white name plate on it for a champion who's playing? I think that would be terrific. I suppose if it were to happen, if it were to happen for anything, the Masters does not change anything ever. No. If it were to happen for anything, they're very... uh, reverent of their uh champions yeah if it were to happen by any means it would be for the champions i could see that happening i suppose but i just can't see the masters changing anything to be honest with you no i agree with that but i just thought that was a cool idea um that is a very cool idea that is a very cool idea you know that they only get the jacket for like a year and then they have to give it back and can only wear it when they're there i did not know that yeah they all come back with it though at the champions dinner. Right, because they're there. It's in their locker when they're when they're there in the champions locker room. You know, I also, yeah. you know, because we are guys from the Lewis Center. The fact that the Lakes has the <clears> same <throat> clubhouse because they built the same one that Augusta has, it's just so weird to me. Cause then I see it and I'm like, oh, it's not that special. I've seen that place a thousand times. Even though it's not the same one, obviously, but it's like that's like a I didn't even from, know that. Yeah. So, like, next time you drive through the lakes or whatever, go take a mm-hmm. look at the clubhouse. Obviously, you and I, we're not members, but <laughs> I've been there uh, a hardly. lot of times because the high school swim team practiced there and I've had other stuff there. And Man, senior I've, night. What, a, what yeah. a great day that was. Yeah, I had a house, you know, all of those things. Um, that was a crazy round of golf, like the craziest round of golf I've ever played. And you look good doing it, too. Oh, thank you. I think I didn't. I think I beat you. Oh, well, you had Nathan was, Brown. I'm sorry. I was playing I was with Ethan say, I was carried, I was about to say. How many of your shots say, were used in that two man scramble, Hunter? I believe five. I can remember <laughs> to this day, but I think it was five. I think. I don't believe any of them were off the tee, but I had some good chips, and I think I made some putts. Um, All right. That we're pretty close. But other than that, yeah, I think it was like five or six that we used in mine of like the 80-something that we scored, I believe. Well, no, it was, it was only was nine. It, it was nine. nine. So 40-something. Yeah, I think. I think no, you were, well, you, were, I think, you were under 40 because we shot a 40 and we were last. I know that. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, 30-something. Wow. So I'll us. tell you, nice. we go back wherever, to. Yeah, wherever. <laughs> I know, I haven't seen him in a while. Um, but neither. I will tell you, with Mr. Muth, we shot a double bogey, bogey, bogey to start. So we were four over through three. Mm-hmm. 
and then we bogeyed again. But then we birdied everything else and had an eagle and got it back down to four over. Or something. Wow. We were like eight over and then we got it down to four over. We we birdied like the last five straight holes to do it. And it took Ethan Muth making an 80-foot putt on eight, that par three, from up at the top of the green down to the bottom, and it sunk. I chipped in at one point, and our esteemed coach, Jared Ross, who I still keep in contact with, I think he'd love to come on this thing if we asked him to. He could not believe it. He about fell over and died when I chipped in on the other par three from the sand. Mm. Mm. What a fun night that was. That was a great night. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that we had the most average, like average good round of golf that has ever been played. I don't think we, I think we had a couple crazy shots, but nothing too insane. That's that's um, Nathan Brown style golf though. Just, you know, par. Yeah. Okay. What would you do to be able to shoot par every time from the tips, Ethan? A lot. <laughs> that's not an indictment whatsoever. No, I mean, I would absolutely love to play that kind of golf. You we're, could really we're working towards people. it though. Yeah. If I, I wish I would have started and uh, wish I would have started in freshman year, at least gotten on the JVB squad and just, I would not have made varsity, but I would have at least, you know, had, uh, had fun and uh, yeah, played some rounds of I golf. That was, they, they kept that, me. They shouldn't have kept me. They cut other people. They did not cut me. And I, yeah, and I well, my first qualifying round, uh, up at Oak Haven, first uh, first shot, I, first hole, I think I had a 16 or 13, <laughs> somewhere in between that. And uh, I had I never played, I had never played a real course. I don't, I think I've played, I think I had played a full 18 hole course, maybe two or three times before that tryout. Every other time had been at a par three course, <laughs> um, not close, not far from my house. So I was going in as an absolute, uh, absolute scrub coming in so all right so and just out. attempting to get out there and have some fun but uh, yeah. i did have fun and you know what i have to say those are some of the some of the great memories was being paired up with you and just having a good time out there oh yeah i love that that was so fun man i enjoyed that with you that was really really fun so we went oak haven day one where did we did we go mm-hmm. turnberry day two because yes. I, I always made I would always ask Ross if we could play Turnberry because I knew I could at least shoot a ninety there, at the minimum. I and could then shoot it was a 90. the Delaware Golf. And then, Club. Yeah, then it was the Delaware Golf Club where we got rained out, and I remember standing under a tree with you, yeah, stoking wet. Not not like like we had rain. It did not matter. And no, that was the hardest rain I've ever been stuck in. I think. It is not high school golf without rain. It's not golf in general without rain. Uh, the head golf coach here, Sean Kovich, I was on a pressure with him last week with the Mountaineer Invitational coming up. And he goes, you know, you want bad weather, you just schedule a golf tournament. And, and nothing could be truer than that, Ethan. I mean, That's what's true. better There's than standing in 55-degree weather in August because it's, for some reason, 55 on the day it rains mm-hmm. and freezing while you're soaking wet with just lightning striking all around you. And you're standing under just a giant tree at a golf course. Like, all of those things sound like a good idea to me. Um I did have a lot of fun with you and you know, like right now that I think of it, I'm already craving it. The second it comes into your mind, think about yes. that old, you know, you know what I'm going to say, right? Maybe you said yes. No, I just meant playing. I thought oh. you were just going to say, well, playing I, no, I, I, I do want to play, but that old bent tree, hot dog and the mountain dew. Oh, 
Of course. Name a better combo. There you go. There it is. <laughs> there's, there's you and me huddled under a tree um, for our audio listeners because there is no video. Yeah, uh, that is brutal. Tanner and I huddled, huddled under a tree. That is uh, brutal. I'm just having a grand old time. I'm wearing my Tiger Woods hat shooting a 156 <laughs> on the day. Uh, you know, uh, there's just some some good old memories. Uh, yeah, That was when we really be- became closer friends than before was on the golf course. So uh, that was a good time. Yeah, it was. I enjoyed it so much. Uh, we're going to run out of time here. So that'll do it for us here today on the Spartaneer. We thank you for tuning in. We'll have a lot more for you in the future. But just wanted to come on here and yell about those damn blue jackets today. So Always a pleasure. And uh, yeah. like we said, big things coming in soon over the summer. We'll be together a little bit more and we can uh, have a little bit more creative freedom. So, yeah, we're looking forward friends. to it. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. So, have a good one. We'll be back again next week. It's the Spartan Air. <laughs> <laughs>